You having fun with that? What? You having fun with that? Yep. All right. Well, we're live. So, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Edlo Podcast. And we are here. Oh, subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe if you're listening. Hit subscribe wherever you're listening. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Today is the 50th episode, the 50th episode of the Edlow Podcast, and for the 50th episode, I have a very special guest. I have the world-famous breakfast-making actress, Lexi Edlow. Hello, Lexi. Hello. That's a nice way to introduce me, breakfast-making. Yeah, well, of course. Well, that's a, that's what you're known for amongst the, the, the Edlow Podcast listeners. You're a fancy breakfast-maker. Okay. Dancer slash actress. And so excited to have you on here. And I can tell that you're having fun with your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure, hey, make sure you get closer to the microphone when you talk. Okay. So okay. that we can hear you. Let me... right. This chair does not work very well. All okay. right. Well, well, fun. Okay. So, well, Lexi, let's talk about you so you just had an interesting experience this last week mm-hmm. before you you left you were not super stoked about going and we we're i was able to con- convince you to to go against your will but you yes went to girls camp yep and what did you think about girls camp it was extremely fun to be honest uh, yeah Especially since I lost my voice on the dance. They had like a dance on Thursday. Lost my voice mm. for the first time in years. Mm. It was so much fun. Yeah. You just singing along? Yeah, and dancing and jumping. My legs are still sore, too. Oh, fun. My well, voice is still gone. Well, that's just amazing. So tell me, what, what happens, uh, for those who don't know, what happens at girls' camp? Uh, well, so pretty much the first day is just getting introduced to it. You just, you go, you set up everything, and then you have your first um, thing. They call it programs, where they do skits and mm. um, fake little ads, especially flex tape. Flex tape, guys, everyone's favorite. Um, mm. Whenever we see them, whenever we see him, we, everyone just starts screaming. Um, he fixed mm. the... Flex tape fixed everything. Like, everyone kept joking around, like, uh, flex tape can fix anything. Flex tape can fix a broken bone. Flex tape can fix that. Snoring roommate. Flex tape can fix that. And stuff like that. And, yeah. And we did a skit uh, first year. We They do the first, like, we, do, we did a Cinderella skit because it was, um, Disney princess themed. Um, I was Cinderella and it was like, um, a bunch of animals in groups of two would come out and be like, is this your shoe? Is this your shoe? Um, until the final, until the prince came out and gave her the shoe. There was a pine cone, flip flop, a bunch of random shoes. They put the wrong shoe, like the wrong foot of a shoe on (laughs) and it Mm. was just, Yeah. So that was fun. And then the second day, you actually get to do a bunch of other things. One of, like, you get to do free time. I did Polar Bear, too. Polar Bear Plunge. 
woke up. Oh. As, yeah, I woke up. So I, the, I was on an air mattress on top bunk of a bed, and the bed would be completely full. One, the first day, first night, I could not sleep at all until about three in the morning. I kept. So pretty much what would happen is I would, um, I'd be just like staring at the ceiling, thinking that I'd shift positions, look at my friend, Emma, we'd wave, and then we'd go to the bathroom and come back. And that would happen so many times until I actually fell asleep. And then in the morning, we woke up at 6.05 to do polar bear. My bed was completely deflated. (laughs) And... Hmm. So I woke up on just the board that was underneath me. It happened every single day, but woke up for polar bear. It was freezing cold, um, but burning hot in the night. In the night, then the next day we it was we did like little class things. Um, I won second place for most axes stuck at axe barring. We called it tomahawks. Um, yeah. But then we also did BBs and archery. Then we had, um, then we did, first year did a hike, and then we got to cook hot dogs over a fire for our lunch. Everyone else got lunch earlier, but we did that. Everyone bombarded me with pickup lines, and it was very (laughs) fun. And then after lunch, after that, we did free time, which was only half an hour because because for us because we had the hike but we Uh, got to do free time i think i went to crafts and craft shack and mail shack everyone had like little mailboxes um but yeah i went to that and then the next day uh, after free time we had dinner and everything the next day we did polar bear again then um did the same things at night we'd have everyone at different level do a skit but then on that's at night and then all the big sisters would go up on stage and sing and then we'd go around a campfire and they'd finish singing and we'd go to bed quiet time was at 10 and we'd get there around like nine something then wednesday it was practically the same except we got to eat lunch with everyone else and i'm surprised because not many people put their elbows on the table if you do then and somebody catches you you have to run around the big sister table and mm. yeah. And then for free time, I went to BB's, I think. Yeah. I went to crash Shack and BB's where I shot a penny and a dog tag. I got to keep them. And I went to the waterfront, which is like a pond they have and went on a zip line, which I was very scared to go on, but went on. Anyway. Ooh. So it's that, well, hold on. Stop right there. So you, you uh, were afraid to go on the zip line. Why is that? Because you have a fear, fear of heights? Yeah. I, it, was, okay, it, what it, it wasn't super high, but I went on it mm. and it was really fun. I wanted, I went on it um, every, um, every time during free time. I spent most of my time at the waterfront on bed mm. paddle boards and kayaks as well. But I, I didn't go on a kayak. I went on a paddle board then I, most of the time I'd go on the zip line and swim around. It was always freezing cold though, because it didn't get mm. 100 degrees up there in the mountains. But mm. yeah, that was fun. Oh, then, fun. So then you had, you had on Thursday, that was the big dance, right? Yeah, Thursday was the big dance. That was after programs. 
which at programs on Thursday, I think that, I think it was, yeah, that's when the, um, the priesthood holders, they did their skit. They mm-hmm. killed Naveen for, they were, it was the fairy. So for programs, sort of like the host for it was the fairy godmother from Shrek, which was, I don't know her last name, but a girl named Haley, who I think she goes to our school. Um, but she, um, for that day, for that skit, it was Fairy Bobfather, which was Brother Robbins, who was the person that also, who was also known as the polar bear guy, also the person who killed Betsy, which was the first aid mannequin for CPR. Mm. He broke her neck. He ki- oh, he broke the neck of the, the CPR? While doing first yeah. aid, he was showing us how to do CPR during the first aid class. And while tilting the head back, he went too fast and the flaps that were in the uh, torso went out. And then mm. they had, uh, when he was putting the head back down, the microphone was on the chest and you mm-hmm. can hear it. And it was super loud when he put, put it back down. So he killed Betsy, even though Betsy had no arms or legs already. Um, but yeah, so he... We also called him Sheriff Robbins because everyone had Southern names and Southern accents. We started, which started with a girl named Isla, and then my friends Brooklyn and Morgan, and my favorite big sister Emily. We called her mm. Chlamydia, which is Chlamydia. Um, <laughs> yeah, super appropriate for yeah. LDS Girls Camp. Yeah. She, she what, what was it? What was it about Emily that? Um, that made her your favorite big sister she was just super she was super funny and it was easy to socialize with her and she knew like everybody it was her last year there at girls Mm. camp so it made everyone super sad but she was Mm. just super funny and fun to hang around with and yeah Mm. so that was that was her yeah. Um, well, t- uh, real quick, before you go on and we go to talk about the dance, tell me about like the relationships that you formed while you were there. Oh, um, so when I first got there, I just, I mostly hang out with, hung out with my friends, Kate and Emma. They go to school with me. Um, but then we, um, I started hanging out with, uh, I became friends. It started with the day it started with on Tuesday during the pickup lines. I became close mm-hmm. friends with a girl named McKenna. My old friend, she used to go to our school, um, Evelyn Adams. Um, everyone called her Ev. Then there was, um, I pretty much became friends with everyone mm-hmm. uh, uh, once that started. But yeah, there's, I became close friends with almost everyone. People that I weren't exactly close with were... Um, Isla, a girl named, uh, Bur- another Brooklyn, not the one that goes to church with us. Um, and then I didn't really hang out with a girl named Taylor either. She also goes to church with us. But then I sometimes hung out with a girl named Jillian. She also goes to our school, but I don't, didn't really hang out with her, but I'm still friends with her. But those are the ones that I didn't really hang out with most of the time. Mm. 
So, but 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 still at the same time though, it sounds like you went in there because I remember when you left. You know, one of the things you were worried about was you weren't sure if you were going to know that many people, and it turns out that you were just friends with everybody by the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell me now. Um, so you you have the big dance party on Thursday, and when you yeah. came home, you told me there were a few a few songs that you recognized from the breakfast making. Yeah. Do you remember what songs they were? Well. Um, I know one of them, you didn't, you don't play, play it at breakfast, but they played Footloose. Oh, um, yeah. We've played that a few times. Yeah. Well, they played that. They played a Taylor Swift song. Um, I forgot what it's mm -hmm. called. Mm. I think it's like the You Belong With Me or whatever. I don't remember the oh, name. Oh, yeah. You Belong, you belong yeah. With Me. Yeah. It's one of her first ones. Yeah. And they played that. Everyone was screaming the entire time during that one. They played... Um, I forgot what it's called, but it's, I don't, I barely remember it for some reason. Mm. It's That's okay, but you had a good time. Of, it's one of the ones that you usually play. It's, mm. yeah. That's okay. That's but, okay. Well, well, so you had a fun time on Thursday doing the, uh, doing the, the dance. And then what happened on Friday? I understand there was a big testimony meeting on Friday, right? Oh, yeah. Well, Hold on. Can, I'm going to tell you about the priesthood. Skit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about the priesthood skit. Um, it was the funniest one ever. They had a bunch of different mm. princess, princes. There was the grumpy fairy Bob father, which was, like I said, sh um, Brother Robbins, also known as Sheriff Robbins. That was his southern mm. name. Um, but he was he was the fairy, grumpy fairy Bob father. And he... Um, they had a sign on the um, top of the stage that said, my happily ever after is now. And there was this black sign, like sign thing that they put over the is now. And so it said, that said grill. So it says my, my happily ever after grill. And it was like where a bunch of different princes, um, like he invited, he invited, it's like a restaurant for the princes. There was um, Eric, Kristoff, Wesley, Prince Charming. Wesley from Wesley from Princess Bride. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. They had. Who else did they have? Um, they also had Lord Farquaad. Oh, very nice. Really funny when he came out. He just came out mm. in the middle of nowhere. He just he was just like, "Hey, what about me?" And there were so many jokes about him being short. It was so funny. Oh, yeah, there was also Aladdin. But um, you in the background, there was the cook, um, Chef Louis from uh, The Little Mermaid. And they brought out Hey Hey, Prince Naveen as the frog, and which was from, you know, Princess and the Frog. Um, mm -hmm. They had Pascal. Mm. They, and they had... Who else? They also, they had a bunch of other little characters that were the animal sidekicks and like animals that they killed for the dinner. And all the girls were screaming at the top of their lungs whenever they would kill, bring one out to kill. And the fairy mm. bob would just like high five him after everyone quieted down. <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny. And, uh, the next day, there was a bunch of missing posters up. 
of the mm. characters that they killed with mm. these little tab things that you could take off that says I saw in the name. Um, but also there was throughout the entire thing, there was something where called um Tinkerbell's Red Flags from Disney movies, like the red flags for Disney movies. Whenever, so there's just like this red flag that they had, and whenever anything that was a red flag came up, she'd come out and be like, "Red flag, red flag," and then walk back. And it was so funny. There were so many red flags in that one, and the fairy godfather, um, like yelled, uh, like sort of raised his voice at one of the, uh, it, it was Prince Eric because he made like a sexist joke. He was like, um. He was talking about Ariel because they, they were talking about all the princesses. And he was like, it's great. She She's a great listener and she never talks back. And he was like, hey, you do not talk about women that way. And it was funny. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that when, when that was done, everyone was cheering very loudly. And like I said earlier, Flex Tape Guy was the best ad. They would also have, they have a bunch of different like things for it's like sponsor, the, now a message from our sponsor and an ad every other time and they would have something completely unrelated to what the ad is about and then they'd just be like um one of them was um cinder it was like the first one that first ad that they had was a doritos ad and it was like cinderella lost one of her shoes and so she decided to put on um a pair of running shoes doritos run with it it's they have the most random things ever. Uh. And it was so funny. And they had Cinderella's shoe hidden around um, the camp. And if somebody found it, they would get a piece of candy. Mm. Um, but yeah, that happened. That was... Perfect. So that was sounds like it was the, the highlight of the skit, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. So now on Friday, I wanted to talk about this because what I've always heard... Uh, about girls camp is the testimony meeting is always really special. And did you get to be a part of the testimony meeting? Um, well, yeah, each ward had their own testimony meeting. So mm. the, the day went on as normal. Um, then at dinner they had, um, this is a funny part. So they had everybody, there was a flag before breakfast where they put up the flag and one where they take it down before dinner. And at the dinner one, after they took the flag down, um, they had awards because they, usually they do that at programs, like any area that had um, uh, awards for free time, uh, they would do that at programs, but they they were, we didn't have enough time. So they did it um, at flag. I got an award for killing Allie the alligator. Mm. Uh, I've so, heard you told me about this. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. So there was on Wednesday or Thursday, they told, he told us that apparently he found a note in the shed um, by the waterfront or the pond that said from the stake before us that said, um, somebody be careful because somebody pranked, um, pranked us and brought a baby alligator and put it in the pond. Turns out it was just a fake head of an alligator that went on top of a boat, but the boat broke. So he put the head in like this little thing of weeds on the side of it. And he told everybody 
I got a big a bag of Sour Patch Kids from this, but he told everybody that I went on a paddleboard and saw it, and I was screaming and hit it with the oar and chopped off its head, which is not true. Um, <laughs> it was absolutely not true. What really happened is I was on a paddleboard with my friends Kate and Evelyn, and we were we were we were gonna take Allie which is the name of the alligator head, across the pond. Um, but he said we had to leave it there. So I pushed it off to try and um, bring, like, have her float back. But she flipped upside down. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it was really funny. Nice. He said he, like, he, it was way over-exaggerated. Mm. Nice. <laughs> and, so you got that award, huh? Yeah. It tasted good. Mm-hmm. It was tropical flavor, so there's like pineapple and stuff in it. I ate that. Open the Sour Patch Kids. Or, or, no, I ate nice. that yesterday. <laughs> I ate nice. Yesterday. Yeah. So, so now tell me about the te- your te- ward testimony meeting. Testimony meeting. Oh yeah, they had um, the testimony meeting was after all the big sisters. They did a candle ceremony for the fourth levels because they were transitioning to be big sisters. Mm. So while after the candle thing, all the big sisters and practically everyone was like crying so hard. So, and then all the wards split up and they went to a different campfire that was around the camp. Um, and they did like for our ward, they had a dessert afterwards that somebody made, but um, they had everyone in the circle go once, but they could pass. So I got everyone's, Almost everyone. I think there was only like two people who passed. I didn't pass. I actually spoke. I was crying very hard though because a few of my favorite big sisters were leaving, and my one of them that we called Polyester Jane. Um, mm. She she was my friend McKenna's big sister. Her real name was Sierra, but she um, it was her last year. And their family is moving to Fair Oaks, so not very far. But we got, um, they're probably still going to be coming to our girls' camp because um, their family stake they're going to only does girls' camp every other year. But um, after, like, when we were going to bed, all the big sisters every night would come into every year and they would sing a song for bed. And then everybody, and then they would like give everybody a hug and stuff. And when I told Sierra that their her mom had uh, my mom's number, she said that one day she's gonna show up um, at my door front and be like, and be like, come outside and just just show up at our door randomly. Oh well, I'll be ready. Yep. <laughs> so well now, um, so you had a good time at girls camp, and that leads me. You know, I asked uh, I asked on all of our on all the uh, Edlo podcast social media pages to send you questions. And one of the questions that came through was what would you say to someone who has to do something that they don't want to do, but need to like your situation here with girls camp? Um, probably that they should just give it a try. It might be really helpful. Like, I seriously thought girls camp was going to be like torture, but I was forced to go by you guys. And so 
I'm really glad I went. I I would probably tell them that I I was forced to go to girls camp. I thought it was going to be torture, but in the end, I had a very good experience. So that might be really it might be help, a helpful experience. Mm. That goes into that embodes into another question that an, uh, a listener asked, and I believe this listener has a daughter that is about your age who is going to be going to public school for the first time this fall. So what advice would you have for a girl your age who is starting public school for the first time? Um, I'd probably say that it's going to be scary at first. Um, every first day of school is scary, to be honest, when you're going to be meeting new people and stuff. Even for me, I've been going to the same school since kindergarten. And I've always been scared for the first day because I know there's going to be new people. And last year, I somebody spread a rumor about me around the last week of school. Like, scary stuff will happen. Probably not that bad. My school is just, I just don't like my school. People are really bad people. But um, you're going to meet, just be yourself. And people, people will like you for who you are. Don't try to be someone else. I learned that at girls camp because most of the time I adjust my personality to whoever I'm around. But then I realized that it's a good idea to just be yourself and you'll find people who like you for who you are, not for who you're pretending to be. Yeah. And that's important because uh, if you don't, uh, you know, if, if if they don't like who you are, then maybe you don't want to be friends with them anyway, right? Yeah. Like you're, Speaking of that, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you're going to meet some people who you're going to become friends with, but later on you're going to realize you don't want to be friends with them anymore. I have a friend who I'm not, well, we're not really friends anymore, Um, but she created a lot of drama. And I realized that's, these past few years, I realized that's not a, thing I want to be around. I don't want to hang out with people like that. And so she, I told her I didn't want to be friends. And every time I did, she'd find a way to convince me to come back to her, which isn't good. And mm. I just, at some point, I just didn't come back. So, cause yeah, it, so. it was just too stressful for me. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna meet people like that some at one point or another. But yeah. Well, I'm glad you're learning boundaries at a young age. Because if you because otherwise when you get older, it's harder. It's harder to create those boundaries if you don't have them early. Another question, you talked about school and you said you don't like school, but you know what? You've got some really good friends at school. One yeah. of the questions that came through, someone actually just sent a message that said, and this was all anonymous, said, You a homie. So I don't know if you know who that is or what, but someone just said you a homie. So there you go. That um, that might have been one of my friends from school. It probably I my friends know that you have a podcast, and like mm, some of them have looked up your account on TikTok and stuff. Mm, so, so that must was, be where they got it. It might have been like Mila or someone. Mm. I, that's what I that's what I thought. So who who would you say? This is a question someone asked. Who is your best friend? Oh, I have lots of best friends. Mm. 
them is a guy named Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Um, I really you'd say Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. He, I'm really close to him. He's a very good friend. Um, mm-hmm. Then there's my friend Myla. I've been best friends with her since I think second or third grade. Uh, then, hmm. uh, I have my friend Chloe. She moved to Kentucky recently. Um, oh, there's lots of them. Well, that that's, I those, that's, oh, go ahead. The, those are my main ones that I've known for a while, except for Jonathan. Jonathan, I've known him since, for a while, but he, I became best friends with him, I think, this year. But then I also have my friend Reagan. I've known her since kindergarten. Um, and my friend Julia, she moved to Texas, I think, fourth grade, before fourth grade. Mm. So I haven't seen her in a while. But whenever we do talk, we rarely do. But whenever we do, we're always still, like, best friends. And then I made a few new best friends at um, girls camp. I became best friends again with my old friend Evelyn, like I said earlier. McKenna, Kate, Emma, and I think, who's another one? A girl named Alexis. Um, so, so your best friend circle has expanded quite a bit, sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Another, well, well that's awesome. Me too. So yeah. another question that came through I was questioned about is, I had questions about was, Who's the last person you texted? Because you don't have a phone. Do you have a burner phone, Lexi, that I'm not aware of? No. I, if the probably what they, well, I do text on Messenger Kids, which is, I, we oh, have that's true. Right. I have you hooked. Yeah. yeah then I have, I have that hooked up. Then I email people through my school account. And then I do have a regular Gmail account, but um, mm. I, I only use that to email my, oh, another best friend, uh, my friend Jane. I, cause she, she has a very strict time limit on, she has a Chromebook and a phone. So mm. whenever her Chromebook time runs out, she'll go on her phone and we'll email through there. But mm. the last person I emailed was I think Jane. Then the last person I texted was my friend Braylon from theater camp. Mm. Um, okay. Well, speaking of theater camp, uh, one of the things that you are very passionate about is theater. You love musicals, and you uh, you've done some acting. You've yeah. done some key roles. Mm-hmm. You're about to embark on another uh, uh, play here in a little while, and so uh, s- tell us uh, where did this come from? What makes what? Why do you like theater so much? Well. My grandma introduced to me High School Musical. That's one of the things. Mm. I mm-hmm. love High School Musical. One of my favorite movies. There's also Teen Beach, which is also really good. Not many people know about that one. It's an old Disney Channel movie. It's so cheesy, and that's what I love about it. Um, but, like, In the Heights, the movie In the Heights is what really got me started on it. It's just, mm. I... The songs and stuff, they were just so good. Like, I love singing and dancing, and I've never thought of doing something that goes into both of them because at some point I want to be a dancer, and another point I want to be a singer. 
and theater is just like all things in one. Um, mm -hmm. Plus you get to make new, meet new people every year. Um, and it's just, you get to make new friends. You get to, you, you pretty much get to just have fun and you get to, uh, I don't know exactly what else. Um, but just the thing about acting also is that if you're, if you're nervous to do something, you, you pretty much after memorizing lines and stuff like that, it's pretty much muscle memory and it just gets you really in the zone and stuff. Like my last play or my first play I did was Aristocats and I forgot one of my lines one time. Every time I do a play, my mind just is blank the entire time. It's, I, I sort of consider it like a relaxing thing. Cause it's just, I get to clear my mind. My mind is like muscle memory, like going on a bike. Once you learn it, you never forget it. And it's like, I just immediately knew what to do. But when I do forget a line, it's not that stressful because everybody else is there to help you and be your friend and just help you continue and move along. And sometimes you get to do a little bit of improv, which sometimes is really fun. And mm -hmm. You just add in little bits of, um, just little bits of funny quotes or something that just randomly. So one of the questions that came through was, "What was your favorite musical show, musical or show you have been in, and why was it your favorite?" Well, I've only been in two, but my favorite was probably Lion King, because it was just. And why? It was just so much fun. I got to be Timon and mm. I wanted to be Pumbaa at first, Pumbaa or Nala, but I just, but I got Timon, which I was really happy about because it's one of the main roles and he's just so funny. And it's just, I just got to have so much fun. I got to, my favorite scene was the hula scene when they're distracting the hyenas because we got to sing. It wasn't the same song from the movie, which made me kind of upset because I love that song. But we got to just be like, they're scared of hyenas. So they just, they're, I remember we're like, what do they want us to do? Put, um, put on a skirt and do the hula. And then there were five Rafikis and some two of the Rafikis would come up and bring me and Pumbaa a hula skirt, which we'd um, put on and then we distract them. We got we got to make up our own dance for this part. Um, so we we made up a dance and it was just a really short song. We got to do that, and the hyenas were just like so they got to act so confused, and then they just chase us off. They like then we get to run off screaming as they chase us, and it's just nice. so much fun. So that was the one, huh? You like you liked playing the Lion King? Yep. So the next question is, is if you could see any performance on Broadway, what would it be? Ooh. Probably Heather's Wicked or Mean Girls and Newsies. Those are the four ones that I would want to see on Broadway. Those Newsies, huh? Have you seen yeah. the movie Newsies yet? 
Uh, no, but I've been wanting to. I know it's on Disney Plus. I was planning on watching yeah. that. So those are the I've been wanting to see that and Heather's a mm. lot lately. Um, so I've watched part like most of the play Heather's on YouTube. Mm. It's very funny but very inappropriate. So some parts I skip over. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Very good save there, likely. Good save. Yeah. Um, I just, I skip over those parts, but it's, it's like a eighties theme, not exactly eighties, but it's like 1960s to eighties mean girls sort of thing, but with death. Mm. I just want to emphasize that there's death. Mm. Very, it's, yeah, it's popular show that and I just heard Newsies was really good. And Wicked is my favorite play. My favorite Broadway song is popular from Wicked. And also, um, I forgot the name of her, but the Good Witch. Glinda? Um, yeah, Glinda. She's my, that's my dream role in Wicked. Oh, cool. So that's the one. If you could be in any production, uh, that would be the one you'd want to be in. Yeah. Okay, well, that was another question that was asked, was if you could act in one play, which one and who would you be? It sounds like Glinda the Good Witch and Wicked. Yeah, there's there's a few other dream roles that I have, too. Like, one of them, um, what was it? Some of them I can't even play because, um, I mean, one of them is Evan Hansen and Dear Evan Hansen. I'm not male, so I cannot play him. Um, mm. There's also uh, Maria from West Side Story, but I'm not Puerto Rican, so I cannot play her. <laughs> um, but I one one of them is a very small role. I'd just be in the ensemble. It's the person who, um, I just want to say one of the funny lines in the background of Beauty and the Beast um, uh, from like in the first song, in Beauty and the Beast, you know, when Belle's like just going around in the town and they're all telling each other like good morning. I just want to be one of the girls who says a funny name who or, or funny line or one of the um um one of the I know they're called silly girls in the play, but one of the girls who like who's like in love with Gaston. That would be <laughs> that would be really that would be really funny. Nice. So here's another interesting question. If you could write your own theater production, what would it be about? That's easy. Heartstopper. Um, Heartstopper? Yeah, you I would... love Heartstopper. I love that book so much. Oh. Um, ah, so you'd convert the book to a musical. Yes. Uh, there's also the show, oh. Heartstopper. But um, I love Heartstopper so much. It was introduced to me by Jonathan. Also, either that or a Melanie Martinez play, because I love Melanie Martinez. But um, oh, mostly, mostly Heartstopper. So. Uh, at school, we had this thing called Lyceum, and one of the things was writing a one-act play. That was one of the things that you could do for Lyceum. And I wanted to do that at first, but then I found out that the teacher that did that wasn't very nice. Um, but I mm. wanted to do that to see if maybe at some point, if I know how to write a play, I could write a Heartstopper play at some point, but I just have no idea what the songs would be because Heartstopper is nowhere near related to any musical at all. 
Mm, that'd be a tough one, huh? Very tough one. Maybe have they? They've never turned Clueless into a musical, have they? Oh, that would be such a good musical. They have yeah. not, but they do have a Mean Girls one. They have a mm. Mean Girls the musical. That's another dream role. I want to be Karen in Mean Girls the musical. <laughs> Karen nice. is so funny. My my favorite character. In the <laughs> that and well, Janice. Janice so- is all- so, you know, one of the things that, uh, well, we got a bunch of different questions. Here's, here's a good one. Uh, what gives you the right? Yeah, that, that came from one of your brothers. Oh, uh, says, what gives you the right? Let's see. Oh, here's another one. Uh, if you had the choice between heaven and pie heaven, what would you choose? Pie heaven. I love pie. <laughs> that was one of you. That was your other. That was your other brother. Let's oh, see. Uh, brother, Austin. This did not surprisingly. This surprisingly did not come from one of your brothers. Oh. Just an anonymous source. Who is the best video gamer in your family? That's really surprising that it's not one of them. Whoa. <laughs> I know. I know. It might have been one of like Austin's friends. To be honest. Probably. To be honest, I'm gonna say Austin because. Lincoln, he he looks. He just watches videos on how to do things all the time. He doesn't even do it himself. He look at videos. <laughs> people like literally every time I'm on like the laptop or something, he'll come in and be like, "Lexi, Lexi, can you please look up how to do this in Pokemon? Like how to find this Pokemon? How to do? How to find this? How to do that? Like just do it yourself. Figure it out yourself." <laughs> well, Austin, he actually does stuff by himself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. He's figured it out. But he also has a lot more years behind him than Lincoln does, too. He's been playing since he was, like, five. So, And I've not been great about the rules on screen time. So, so, um, oh, here's an interesting question. What do you see as your greatest accomplishment in life so far? Oh, um, that's hard. Probably, um... That one's really hard. I have a few. One of them is probably my, ooh, one, I think it's my first time performing at ballroom dance. Um, not doing like an actual routine, but um, I did a first, like, well, I was, well, I was leveling up to, um, it's called bronze two because they don't have just levels. There's bronze one through four. Well, they have a starter. Then it's bronze one through four, silver, and then gold. But I was in a starter, and while I was leveling up, I loved level. I went up really quickly because I'm, I'm surprised. I I just did. I'm pretty good at it. But we had to perform in front of judges who would give us tips on how to do things. And the only thing was, since I was nervous, I was a bit stiff. And that was the only thing that the judges had to say, that I just need to loosen up a little bit. Everything else was perfect. And it was my, it wasn't even a year after I started. Mm, okay. You know, one of the things that that came up was someone asked, why acting is your dream or goal? And how are you going to accomplish your goal? Um. Well, like I said earlier, the reason it's my dream is because there's, it's 
in it singing and dancing in one. And you don't have to be scared to mess up, really. You just, if you mess up, you just go on like nothing happened. Or you can make it, like, look like it was supposed to be in the play. And then there's also, it's just, like I said earlier, meeting new people. I met one of my best friends, Braylon, there. Um, and it was just, you get to meet so many nice people. And, yeah. So um, how are you going to accomplish this goal? Pretty much by just, um, I'm, for now, I'm just doing theater camps. But at some point, I want to go into doing community theater. And then at some point, um, at some point when I'm in college, I want to go to BYU. And I want, because I heard they have a good theater program and they're just a great school in general. So, like, I want to get, like, lots of experience from theater camps, the local theater stuff like that, and then until I can actually do professional, like actual hard to get a role kind of theater where you can actually get paid for that stuff. Sounds like a great idea. I like it. So um, here's another question that someone asked. What advice would you give to other young people your age about the importance of kindness and setting a good example? Oh, that's a hard one. Probably. We only, ask, we only ask the hard questions here on the Elbow Podcast. Well, um, probably that um, if you set a good example and then, like, be kind, if you be kind to others and stuff like that, you will start to feel good, like, better about yourself. And you'll get, it's like people, it'll, people will like you more. But no, don't be a people pleaser because that's very tiring. Um, mm. But you still want to be kind and you want other people to follow because kindness is like a chain reaction. There's a book about it too. I forgot what it's, I don't know what it's called, but it's like they picked, picked some berries for somebody. Um, it was like a basket of berries and then they left it at their door anonymously. And then that person made muffins and gave it to someone else and it just went on and on and on and it was just a forever chain of kindness so like the more kindness that you give the more kindness that you'll get um and it's like the more you'll make the world a better place like you don't want to you don't want to set a bad example and always be rude to others because then First of all, no one's going to like that. No one's going to be like, no one's going to want to be nice to you if you're not nice to them. Treat others the way you want to be treated. That doesn't mean That's if someone's being right. rude, that doesn't mean when someone's being rude to you, be rude back. Kill them kindness. Just, you got, if you want to be treated nicely, treat others nicely. And yeah. like I said, That's the chain true. reaction will make other people feel better. It'll make you feel better. And it'll just go on and on and on. And if somebody's having like a really bad day or they're going through something hard and you're nice to them, it'll show them that they're not alone. They, they can get through it and they'll be okay. Yeah, that's really good advice. And you know, sometimes you, when someone's being mean to you, 
sometimes you don't know what's going on and maybe, maybe there's something else going on in their life that's making them that way. And you know what, if you're nice to them, maybe that's exactly what they need to get through it. So, Mm -hmm. well, let me tell you what, I'm going to clip that out. And the next time you and your brother is fighting, I'm going to play this for you. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Well, okay. So one of the things that uh, I know a lot of my listeners know about is our famous Sunday breakfast. And we have a lot of fun, you, me, and usually your brother, Piper, not so much fun. And Austin is never really involved. She's always but, Yeah, Piper's always in a bad mood in the morning, but she gets through it. But one of the questions that came through is what, and I already know the answer to this, what is your favorite thing to make for breakfast? Oh, biscuits and gravy all the way. That's, I don't like gravy on like mashed potatoes and stuff, but biscuits and gravy is the best thing we've ever made at breakfast. Yeah, that's it. We found a really good recipe for that. We got a really good gravy recipe. There's also peanut butter and jelly French toast. I told some people at Girls Camp about it, and they said that they're going to want to look it up and make make that because it sounded good. Yeah, well, you know, I came up. Hey, I saw it on Donner's Drives and Dives, and I came up with that that recipe myself. So they're going to. That's a secret. That's going to be it. You never told me that? that. You never told me you made it yeah. up yourself. I did. I made it up myself. That's a. It's going to be an Edlow family recipe that's going to go down for generations. So. Okay. So, um, okay, well, um, so what is your favorite song that we play during breakfast? Um, oh, that's prob- probably one of the Taylor Swift songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, Shake It Off, maybe, yeah. maybe that one. <laughs> that, just yeah. any Taylor Swift song, really. Taylor Swift's awesome. What, what's your least favorite song we play during breakfast? Ooh, that's really hard. Um, I like all of them, really. Yeah. Well, you know, the 80s are awesome. So that's how that works. And 90s when we play some Backstreet Boys and all that. So Yeah. Here's a, here's a question that I'll answer for you. Are you going to get a tattoo? No. no never. So there you go. All right. But, uh, there's, there's one thing I want to say. I, I'm not going that? to. But, like, this – so there was this – famous like criminal like cannibal person he said apparently he ate someone with the tattoo once and the ta- the ink from the tattoo made the meat taste really bad so if you don't want to get eaten by a cannibal get a tattoo <laughs> there you go <laughs> it makes well you that's taste good really so, so yeah all right here are some interesting ones here let's see uh i don't think we have time for all of these um well, let's see. What time did you fall asleep last night? Uh, well, I fell asleep. I kept like falling asleep and then waking up again. Um, but when I checked the time, it was probably around the time that I fell asleep and then was able to wake up in the morning was around three in the morning. I didn't do anything that night. I just sat in bed, like laid in bed. But like I kept falling asleep for a few minutes and then waking up. Because I was so used to sleeping on an air mattress that would deflate and wake up on a very hard board in the morning that my mm. bed felt uncomfortable to me. Mm. Well, here's an interesting I like this one. If you could punch one person in the world, who would it be? Oh, <laughs> that one's really hard. Um, there's lots of people I want to punch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Hopefully, I'm not on the list. Oh no, you're not. Um. Phew. Oh, that's really hard. Um. Probably. Man, that list must be long. <laughs> it is. We have to get you into anger management. <laughs> um, probably like. Oh, that's really hard. There's lots of bad people in the world. That I've worked <laughs> very badly. Um, uh, hmm. Okay. Well, we leave that question open so that you can punch all sorts of people. Here's a here's a good one. Here's a, here's a good one. Oh, okay. Well, this is good. What is? There are two questions here. What is your favorite thing about your dad, and what's the weirdest thing about your dad? Oh, oh, that's that. The weirdest one is really hard. All of them are hard, really. Um, <laughs> it's really hard. Um, take that the way you want to. Um, yeah, I guess so. Um, uh, best part about you is probably that you're funny most of the time. Most okay. of the time, your dad jokes are not funny though. Um, weirdest thing about you is probably how loud you sneeze and how smelly your farts can get. <laughs> Those two things are the weirdest. Also, oh, the fact my, I might have to... and the fact that you like to moon a lot of things, a lot of people. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right, we're going to do some editing here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, sorry, I asked that. All right, well, one more question about me, and then bring you to my favorite section. Okay, what's the best lesson your dad has taught you? Um, to not get a black car because <laughs> it's so hot, and when it's hot, and especially when you fart in there, it makes it smell extra bad. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh man! And All right. And a bit of money management. It's like and a bit of money management. That's that's mm. important. Hmm. Yeah. Trying to trying to teach you young. I wish I would have. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we get to get to talk about stuff like that because that's stuff that I don't think you necessarily learned in school and it's really important. Yeah. So well. Okay, let's see. There were a couple other questions that are pretty basic. Let's see. Um, do you think you're judgmental? Oh, well, that's hard. I I don't consider myself judgmental. Uh other people might. Because at first, probably the first part thing that I judge you on, I don't really, like, judge, judge. But, like, part of the things that's important to me is, like, the energy that you give out. Like, if you, if I feel, like, uncomfortable around you or, like, I can't speak freely or, like, you just give off bad vibes, I'm not really going to like you that much for a while mm. until I get to know you more. Like, I'm... Obviously, I'm going to get to know you more before I actually finally decide I don't want to be friends with you. But i that's the first thing that I'm probably going to do. Also, if you're rude to other people, 
If you're rude to other people, I will not want to be friends with you. Mm, yeah. Well, listen, I have, I have a couple of, I, I get, have a little section here. Okay. This is the dad joke section. Oh no, no dad, please uh, no. Here we go. Here we go. How does the moon cut its hair? How? Eclipse it. E- eclipse how does a taco say grace how he says let us pray oh <laughs> i understand that one dad when when does a joke now become a dad joke of all times now of all times <laughs> When when does a joke become a dad joke? When? When it becomes a parent. Dad. <laughs> All right. Well, I okay. So it's been you. We've gone for about an hour, which I think is uh, is a lot compared to what Lincoln did. And so um, I'm glad. Thank you for coming on, Lexi, and sharing some of your some of your insights you've said a lot of interesting fun things here and i just want you to know how much i love you and i think you're great and i think that i'm really proud of you for gutting through and going to girls camp and i'm glad you had such a good time and one of the things that i think was really important was hearing about how your testimony grew while you were there and how you were able to form such good friendships that are going to help you keep going throughout uh, throughout your life and i'm sure you're excited to go next year i forgot to say something about one girl there's this girl named Natalie yeah. who I became also pretty close to. We call each other USA. At night, uh, I shared a bunk with her. I was on the bottom bunk before. She was on the top bunk, but she was so scared of heights. Oh, fuck. <laughs> she was so scared of heights that I had to switch with her. And there's, since the year is round, there's always this little crack that we just like, she'd look up at me and I'd look down at her and we'd be like, not USA. And like, <laughs> stuff like that. And it was like, uh, we'd always just be, it was just all always really funny. And she'd always like, push, sometimes she'd put her foot up there. I'd be like, nice twinkle toes you got there and stuff like that. <laughs> and it was really funny. Um, on the last day she said, uh, like on Friday, uh, when we were all crying, she was like, every time you watch Batman, think of me. Okay. Because she, she told me, she, she's like, I'm Batman. I can't tell you a secret. I'm Batman. And she said she's she was gonna make my um, slinky that I brought. We call it Slanky. Um, um, she was gonna make that the new uh, a villain, the newest villain in her new Batman and her newest Batman movie. Nice. And it was oh, man. always so funny. She always oh, had. Well, I'm glad you had such a. Well, I think that's the biggest lesson to come out of this is that sometimes there's things that we really don't want to do that we have to do or that, that maybe we should do that's going to be good for us, but we're nervous about it and scared about it. And if we think about that, I remember one time, I'll tell you a story, Lex. I remember one time, I don't remember what it was, but I remember there was a class I wanted to change in high school. And uh, the class was, I don't even remember what the class was, but I wanted to switch and my schedule got all screwed up and I didn't get the class. And so grandma was like, well, let's go down to the school and see if I could work it out. And they'd already kind of told me that they couldn't switch it. So I was like really nervous about going over there. And she was like, no, no, no. And she had to kind of drag me over to the school. 
And I, I was fighting her the whole way. And she's like, will you just stop and just let's go. It won't hurt us to ask. Let's just go see if there's something we can do. And so we walk into the class place and we ask him, we say, hey, listen, can we switch this class? Because he really wanted this class and he didn't get it. And without even blinking, the person's like, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. And then switch the class. And I was so excited about it. And I came back out, out and my mom looked at me, your grandma, and she said, OK, now, if I would have listened to you and we wouldn't have gone through with that, you would have been stuck in this other class you really didn't want. And so because you were willing to go there. And, and you were willing to do those things, even though you were nervous about it, you got the class you wanted. And that was a big lesson for me. It seemed like a really small thing now, but it was a big lesson for me. And that's a lesson that you could have learned here today, you know, this, this time was that you were really nervous about going, but you did. And you had a really great time. And it sounds like you got a lot of memories that you're going to remember forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it's. I took a lot of photos too, especially I took a photo um, at the dance. We, I took a group photo of everyone. And I also took a photo with my favorite big sister, Emily. Or oh, well, that's great. Or Chlamydia. <laughs> Chlamydia, nice. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that you joke about STDs at Girls Camp. That's awesome. So, okay. Well, I, uh, I like I said before, I love you, Lex. You're amazing. And um, you all are. All of you are amazing for your own different reasons. Oh, you have something to say? Also, at girls camp, all the years except for the first years got pranked. Someone saran wrapped one of, I think it was the level four year, level three saran wrapped their year so they couldn't mm. get out. Um, <laughs> we didn't get pranked. The only prank that we did was we got heart attacked by the big sisters where they put a bunch of paper hearts with good messages all around it. But everyone else pranked someone and also got pranked. We didn't get pranked and we didn't prank someone back. Which made me kind of upset. Oh. Next year, I'm definitely going to prank someone. Ah, well, be on the lookout, girls. Yeah. Lexi's coming to prank. Yeah. So. Next well, year. anyway, well, everybody. Watch out. Well, everybody who's made it this far, I appreciate you following for 50 episodes. We got a bunch of exciting ones coming up, including one of my favorite uh, local pro wrestlers who's uh, up next on the podcast. We got a lot of, a lot of fun ones coming. Subscribe if you haven't already. Follow wherever you listen to podcasts. If one of Lexi's little friends are listening, um, hopefully you made that best friend list. Yeah. Uh, and if you didn't, if you didn't, she secretly hates you, and you're one of the people she wants to punch. No, that is not true. <laughs> that is not true. There's a few people that I know that I'm not exactly friends with, but I will. They're not on my punch list. Oh, good. All right. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. And thank you, Lexi. I love you so much. Love you, too. Okay, bye. Bye.